Hi, you're listening to Go See a Show, New York City's independent theater podcast. Hopefully you looked at the title of this episode, because... Fair warning, I'm not going to bleep anything. Even if you're not familiar with the work itself, it's highly likely you've heard of Stephen Adley Gurgis's play The Motherfucker with the Hat before, because, I mean, come on, that title, who could forget it? And it's not just a shocky gimmick. The play is simultaneously hilarious and heartbreaking, and, as you can probably imagine... It's full of expletives, as will be this episode. So, content warning, if someone is in earshot who isn't good with curse words, this may be the episode to listen to on headphones. The newly formed company, Hats Off Productions, see what they did there, is presenting a revival of The Motherfucker with the Hat at the Chain Theater. I spoke with several members of the cast and team after a recent performance. Take a listen. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, We are at the Chain Theater, and I have with me the folks from I, I'm going to say it because I like to say it. Yeah. Stephen Ellie Gerges is the motherfucker with the hat. And, uh, oh, man, it's... Yeah, the come motherfucker on. with the hat, boy. When you see this production, you know you got to put that spice on. Otherwise, you're doing it wrong. Uh, and I have with me uh, some folks b- uh, behind the show. And we'll start to my right. Let me know who you are and what you did on the motherfucker with the hat. Oh. <laughs> I'm Olivia Hewitt on the motherfucker with the hat. And I am... The executive producer, I'm the stage manager, among many other hats I have worn, um, pun intended. You're the motherfucker with the hats. <laughs> so, yes, that's you. I'm Fanny Cherres. I did Victoria once again. And um, I guess that's really it. That I did. <laughs> um, I'm Garrett Miller, and I play Jackie in The Motherfucker with the Hat. <laughs> And uh, I also executive produced with Olivia as well. I'm Sabrina Gomez, and I played Veronica. And I'm Michael James Duran, uh, playing Ralph D in The Motherfucker with the Hat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, so again, we're at the Chain Theater, and... Um, now, if you've never heard of this play, uh, for anyone who's uh, not familiar with it, when you run into somebody and they're like, hey, aren't you doing that show? And you say, yes, come see it. What, what's your two-sentence elevator pitch? Like, what is the show? When you try to convince somebody, other than the kick-ass title that's going to draw everybody in, um, if they've never heard of this play, what do you tell them they're coming to see? I usually will kind of give them uh, a quick little overview of the plot. Say it's a gritty show, so buckle your seatbelt. And then I say, I'll be like, um, so my character, I play Jackie, who's the lead. And he has just been, recently been released from prison, and he's trying to get his shit together. Um, he finally gets a job, and he's coming home to celebrate with his longtime girlfriend since the eighth grade. And as they're getting ready to celebrate, uh, she leaves the room. And as she leaves the room, he sees that there's a hat on his breakfast table. That's not his hat. And so then things kind of get heated up. And now he's on this journey to figure out who the motherfucker with the hat is. <laughs> I guess for me, I, like, I've told my friends, I don't want to give away a lot. Yeah, no I spoilers, wa- no spoilers. Cause, yeah, because I, I want it to be like a surprise when they come and see it. So I guess like the words that I most use are like, it's just a small cast of five people that in a lot of ways are like mixed and like there's just like addiction and mm. betrayal yeah. just like use those words that oh the grit yeah yeah that can make them go like oh shit I want to see that oh can I curse 
We said the name of the show. <laughs> <laughs> the name of the show. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, I love it when oh, that happens. <laughs> oh, fucking shit. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to have, this is, I think, might be the first time I've had to give a uh, language warning at the top of yeah. uh, an episode. Because, like, it's always been fine. The FCC has never come for the podcast. But, uh, so, what's interesting, like, and I have to comment, too, um, you know, production doesn't get talked about enough um, with independent theater shows. Right. And I just, I really need to know, who, who did your sound design this was phenomenal <laughs> it was it was really guy. wonderful yeah. he's yeah. the he's the best in the business the yeah. absolute ever, best ever ever in the business obviously i'm being self-referential uh, yes i sound designed <laughs> this show so just yeah full disclosure um but so this is my second time sound designing the show and for three of you this is your second time acting in this show uh welcome mj uh, yeah. to the cast but so talk a little bit about that because uh the history of this and and why it is now up at the chain because we did this once before, as Bob mm. mentioned. Yeah, we, so we did this show. We just graduated from Stella Adler's uh, three-year conservatory program. And we did the show back in the fall last year. Um, and it got, like, it got really good reviews from the people that came to see it, like teachers and other students and just people who came. Um, and we didn't really think about it too much throughout the rest of the years because we had other shows to do. Yeah. And then um, as, we were, as we graduated... Um, we had kind of started auditioning for things. And me, personally, I was kind of not interested in a lot of the stuff that I was auditioning for. So, And then we had friends who did Night Alive last year. Mm-hmm. And they... Yeah. Shout out to here, Molly yeah. and, and, and Hayden. Molly and, and so I talked to them about like what the process was like I'm putting on the show. And they warned the shit out of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But my stubborn ass just said, no, we can do this. I mean, and we did, but it was uh, it was definitely a process. But the initial idea was like, let's see. We got tired of auditioning personally, and I talked to them, and I was like, would you guys be interested in putting the show on, like out in the world professionally? And they were like, well, I mean, that seems tough, but like, yeah, let's see how it goes. So we just kind of started and figured it out as we went. Like it was literally day by day. Molly and Hayden were like super accessible, mm-hmm. um, and then um, Olivia came on board, and she kind of took over the whole like producing of it while we yeah. kind of focused a lot on other things like we were accessible to her but she really just did like 90 percent she's of the incredible <laughs> olivia this is um, <laughs> yeah and then uh and then you know it was just kind of kept happening and um we figured out different we didn't do everything right um but then you know we did as best as we could and it got us here so learning right process here. yeah so um, I, I just love that you said that because I was going to force that out of you at, at some point. In the, this po- <laughs> because, you know, I'm, I run a podcast on independent theater. And so often I think people who are wanting to get involved in theater don't get the, the piece of advice that it sounds like you took, whether somebody gave it to you or not, um, which is like you want to you want to make theater. You go make theater. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes it means you have to just make it yeah. yourself. And mm-hmm. it's really cool to see, uh, you know, to be, you know, all like... Uh, yeah. Proud guy who's watched you youngins, but like, no, seriously, it's pretty awesome to see that you've done this. So, what's changed? Like, what uh, as you've what what have you what's happened to the show since it went from studio mm-hmm. to the chain? How how did the show itself creatively change? So, I mean, so much changed. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. we I mean, as actors, we grew immensely through. I think that's the biggest thing that yeah. that happened as actors. I think we all grew a lot. Mm-hmm. Because the show has a lot of things that we kept from the first time we did it because it worked. Um, and, of course, we changed stuff throughout the process just to make it a little bit better. 
but just the acting and how we went about like in depth with the characters and like learning about them again and like you learn so many things by doing something again I, I, I personally didn't think that would happen not that I didn't think it would happen I just wasn't anticipating it to be this much I it was incredible so mm-hmm. I think I think that's the biggest for me like and, and, the and characters it, and everything feels like I don't know like I would wake up in the Stella days and just you know get my backpack and okay now I have to go to class and now I have to do the rehearsal and now I have to put the student show it fe- it felt in the moment I was doing it in my head professionally, but it was still a student mm-hmm. production. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm like, oh, shit, I, okay, now I'm, th- this is how I'm supposed to do my life <laughs> for the next 35, 50 years. Mm-hmm. And so it was just more like, okay, no, th- th- I, now I have to see how my day goes and then yeah. get to rehearsal. And it, it just seemed much more mature. So that gave me time also to like, and I, I guess for everyone, just to be so detailed in everything, literally every little thing. Yeah. So that was fun. Yeah, I felt like I, I, this was like I was holding hands of a parent because I, I was not in the original yeah. production. MJ's a new, a new addition to the yeah. cast. Yeah, like you know, new blood, fresh face. <laughs> yeah. Amazing, um, amazing incredible. addition. Incredible. Thank you. But in, in terms of like school, because I'm still in the third year, it's crazy to kind of do this professionally and like have that mentality rather than like okay I have rehearsal and after that I have class like mm-hmm. you know to do this is such a good uh entryway into doing it again professionally yeah. um so I, I feel like I've, I've, I'm just holding hands like all right guys yeah, yeah, yeah. let's figure this out <laughs> yeah. well you know we all kind of help those who are even just one year behind us where we help yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. along that's how this should go yeah. Olivia is this your first time doing this yes It's my first time doing everything, stage managing, <laughs> producing, not being on stage. Being yelled at by the sound guy to press the button. <laughs> the He was so mean to me. Um, I've had some, some experience, or when I was coming on board with this group, I've had some experience on the business side, very little relative to what I know now of the possibilities and what it takes. Um, but I, I was kind of watching them from the outside and wanting to step in because I was like, I think I can make this great and good. And Garrett's the dreamer and has all these dreams, but I know I'm more the, the more practical one who is like, we need to take these steps in order to be successful and get to that place, that, that dream. So um, that, was a, that, yeah. was a, that was a great like relationship aspect to us. <laughs> I'm like, let's, let's rent out on Broadway. <laughs> and she was like, no, no. <laughs> We're going to do the 65 seat theater. I'm like, no. Oh. But, but you got a great 65 seat yeah. theater. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's the best. Yeah. And I think that adds to also how their performance is different Love. because there's an added investment of their time mm. and energy and added pressure of if this isn't good, like, we're, we got to sell tickets. We got, like, from a financial mm. standpoint, I, I want it to, it has to be great. Yeah. Like, Let let's them. make it great. Yeah. Um, and so that there's just another layer of investing for, for the performers, for me, for everyone else, that uh, everything was on the line, all that we've worked for. So, yeah. And this is maybe a, a trickier question because um, I don't think that uh, 
this is a, I guess it's just like it's a general statement. Um, size of house to me doesn't necessarily, uh, is, is never an indicator of how great a show is or how bad a show is. Mm-hmm. It's both ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, it seems uh, from seeing, being on the other side and seeing your production reports, um, <laughs> you, you guys are getting nice houses. Um, talk mm-hmm. to me a little bit about that. Can you give a little bit of help to, or advice to other uh new companies people who are making indie theater mm. how are you packing them in because this is great like it's really cool to see that people are coming out mm-hmm. and g- genuinely enjoying the show it was really fun to to come in and wait for you guys yeah. uh, at you know coming in at scene eight and hearing all the response from the audience was awesome and it's like yes there's a big audience and they deserve mm-hmm. a big audience mm-hmm. can you give us some little tips on how you're getting that big audience yeah, so we initially are selling our tickets on our ticketing website for 25 bucks, or um, discounted for students of Adler. Um, and looking at the numbers, if we had some days that were a little less full, we used a site called ShowScore, which uh, offers a di- very discounted tickets to their members, and then in return they write their, their take on the show. Mm-hmm. And that garners more talk yeah. and... Um, and we also use another site, TDF, for their discounted tickets. And we use a few different avenues mm-hmm. of ticketing. Um, and I kind of look at it the day before because you can change how much you give them the day before. Mm, right. And I'll be like, okay, let's add like 10 more here. And then comes day of, people are still buying tickets anyway. So it's like, okay, this is great. So now it's going to be really full. Because mm. I, always, I was always wanting to make sure they had at least like 40 people here a little more than half um and that's and that's worked so far and we packed in that first weekend that's helped like Mm -hmm. spread the word throughout the run and the show score responses have been great obviously Mm -hmm. some really great social media practice Mm -hmm. too like Mm -hmm. i've I've been very impressed with y'all on that yeah i mean we kind of just at the beginning we kind of just um with the marketing aspect we kind of just went for it um we didn't really nobody here really has a depth in-depth background in marketing so we use social media, and then, like me, I carry around. She, we made these postcards, and I carry them around the city. So anywhere I go to eat, or like anywhere I stop, like on a subway, I just kind of hand them out and say, "Hey, we're doing a show here in New York." Kind of like the old school guerrilla type marketing. That's how I've kind of done it. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I go, <laughs> no, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> you should. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, if it's a, this might be illegal. <laughs> Oh, no. No. Um, I go into... So, you know where they have those, like, stands that they have all the different Broadway show programs? Whatever. Quote, unquote. So, I go every morning. (laughs) (laughs) And I put in a stack of our postcards. This shit is staying in the podcast. Every every indie theater maker should take over those things. (laughs) So, I do. I do that. I go every morning and I ride my bike over to the stand and I... Slip them in the slot and then I leave. I don't know if they take them. They see them like, what the hell is this? And take them out. But, um, yeah, I do that. But uh, they, I don't have like a, a huge social media. But so mine has been more guerrilla. Just like literally taking, going all around New York. I go to Central Park. Um, we did this one thing for a couple weekends where we made popsicles mm-hmm. and candy. <laughs> what? Yeah, and like we sold popsicles to raise to raise money. And that, money? we actually raised like two to three hundred dollars mm-hmm. every time we did that. And then we handed out little business cards that we made about the show. Um, so those are just kind of some of the simple things. And too. I would also recommend for other indie theater companies, thinking about 
the audience because um, this is a very Latino play. And so reaching out to other communities and organizations that maybe with whatever themes are going on in said play, like addiction and people from Ola have been coming and um, some other few Latino representing organizations just to even just tell them, hey, we're doing this. Like they don't, they can come if they want, they don't have to, or they don't have to do any marketing for us. Mm-hmm. Just saying, hey, calling up those type of places. I mean, like, yeah. I think you'd really like this. And I think too, like, like inviting them and then just the fact that, like that you have a good show, like really putting like the effort and the detail into like making the show good. Because if you have a good show, then, you know, people will talk about it and mm-hmm. people will show up and come. So that's like priority number one is to, to make sure that you have a good show. Hell yeah. yeah. Like no amount of marketing is going to cover the fact if, it, if it's a if bad it's show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I think we've kind of worked really hard to do that. So, yeah. <laughs> What's next then? Uh, I know y'all made a little production company to, to put this on, Hats mm-hmm. Off Productions. Um, do you see the company producing more work in the future? Or is this kind of like a, okay, we need to make something. We made something. We're super proud of it. Back to the audition grind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I think we, I hope, hope that we all, you know, continue to make stuff. Because that's been, I mean, I'm very stubborn personally in the <laughs> fact that, like, I don't like to do shit that I don't like to do. And um, I work really hard at my craft to be able to, like, try to do what I want to do. And a lot of times that means making your own stuff. And so we, you know, with Olivia kind of establishing that production company for us, I hope that we all come back and do what we want to do. It would be fun Very, to do another yeah. play. Definitely yeah. taking a beat after this <laughs> to raise capital before yeah. we get yeah, into yeah, any yeah, yeah. Um, big project. But also taking a moment to reflect on the things that worked and what didn't and like make a real game plan of how to move forward. Like I think we all definitely want to. Yeah. But taking a beat and not rushing anything. Yeah, more time, more time. I mean, I guess in the time that we did everything, it it worked because we're here and we're almost finishing the play but and we have a good response but yeah more time to prep i guess would be mm-hmm. uh, just better much better yeah but also yeah. like it was such a learning experience that so we didn't yeah. know so i How mean yeah and now we yeah. know we have more knowledge now because we did it so we can kind of come <laughs> back with a more uh like detailed intricate plan on how to tackle this yeah, where, yeah. like but we do need a break and like establish a plan. Definitely. Yeah. I, I think for me, still being in school and now seeing two different groups of graduates putting on a show that they're like, yeah, we want to do this. Mm. I think, I, I hope we continue to do stuff because I know there's already people that are like, oh, well. When you graduate. I've, yeah, when we graduate, <laughs> like I've seen it done twice now. This is something accessible to me. And I, I think yeah. if you're doing like independent theater, you're doing it because you really want to do it. And yeah. then, I mean, that shows. Yeah. So it is something that like people are talking about, like yeah. oh yeah, like this is this isn't as so far away as I think. Like it is accessible. It's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck ton of work. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's it's doable. It's See? doable if you really want to do it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. That for sure. is a great place to end this. Thank you all so much for uh, like working with 
my dumbass. And uh, <laughs> and no, seriously, for having me on board. Claro. I love it. Okay, this has been no seriously. It's been a, it's been a ton of fun, and congratulations on like a really successful run. But there is still a week left, which is why yes. I'm doing the podcast today. Have it up in the next couple of days before you're back up. So uh, remaining performances, you start again Wednesday. Yes. Wednesday. So Wednesday till that, Saturday. Is that so? That's August thirtieth or so. 30th, yeah. Okay. Uh, it runs through September Saturday. 2nd. Thank you. September second. Tickets and more information can be found at. Huh. mfwiththehat.com or hatsoffproductionsnyc.com takes you directly to our ticket link there's a, we also sell merch it's really cool yes. and yeah. cute yes. and there's pink shirts and stuff <laughs> the graphic design is awesome yeah. uh, yeah, so congrats again, shout out to, yeah. the, to the Dwyers by the way they did our graphic design yeah, two yeah. of my best friends in the whole world so. sick I am like so not a graphically oriented person but the minute I saw you wearing that shirt I was like I think I gotta get one. That's yeah. hot. <laughs> yeah, it's sweet. So thanks again, y'all. Congrats on a great run and break legs the rest of the week. Thank you, Garrett, Olivia, Sabrina, Fani, and Michael James for hanging out after the show to chat. You've got only one more weekend from the posting of this episode to catch their production of Stephen Adley Gurgis's The Motherfucker with the Hat at the Chain Theater, 312 West 36th Street fourth floor in Manhattan. The show runs through September 2nd, 2023. Head to hatsoffproductionsnyc.com for a link to tickets and more information. Thanks to you for listening into the podcast. If you dig it, please like it on Facebook, facebook.com slash go see a show and rate and or comment on the show's Apple Podcasts page. My name is Robert A.K. Gagno. You can find me on the internet at Robert Gagno, G-O-N-Y-O dot com. Until next time, go see a show. Thank you, Thank you Robert. <laughs>